Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Daniel Mangena, who is the CEO and dreamer with Dream with Dan. His website is dreamwithdan.com. Dan, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's a new year. So I thought I'd ask, how's 2021 treating you so far, Dan? Do you know what? I started really well. My son was born at the end of December. So oh my like I've had a small human who I've got to watch grow, which has been <laughs> fabulous. Um, been I, I went to Colombia for the first time, which I've not done before, which was cool. I kicked off the year with that. And um, just exploring new things, making plans against this kind of new world that we're living in. What about you? Yeah. Well, first of all, congratulations on your son um, being you. born in December. I'm a December baby, so I'm a little Me biased too. with December babies. Yeah. So, you know, y- yay sags. <laughs> Yay. fellow sags that are the best. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, congratulations on that. And yeah, the new year has been pretty good for me. I think, um, I started podcasting, I think summer 2019. And then, mm-hmm. um, when 2020 hit, I just felt like it was the perfect medium to like stay connected with people. And it was yeah. so good for my mental health that now yeah. 2021, the fact that we are still in this, you know, in this situation, I'm exactly. so glad that I had all the experience I had since then to, you know, continue to take care of my mental health through mm-hmm. having amazing conversations like this. So thank you for turning it around and asking me that question, fellow podcaster. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> fellow, yeah. fellow podcaster, we've got to stick together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We got to look out for each other and make this sound exactly. like a really good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome, Dan. Well, um, I'm really excited to talk a little bit about what you do. So you like to work with people interested in mindfulness, alignment, and balance. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about that. So I've got this really interesting relationship well one of my catchphrases is stop meditating and everyone's Mm. like oh my god tim ferris told me to meditate how dare you (laughs) like one of my teachers dr joe dispenza is like really popular right now so everyone's like have you heard of joe dispenza yeah i did tequila shots of him three years ago man like you're you're new to the party and i was like why are you saying to stop meditating it's like well let's let's look at this to stop something we have to be in the process of it Mm. but what i found is with the rise of mindfulness with the rise of manifesting since the secret came out people are like i've got my vision board crickets 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 i did my meditation <laughs> today crickets 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 and forget that as humans we don't just exist as etheric energy beings we're an energy we have a mental experience as well where our belief systems sit and the, the stories that we have about ourselves and we've got a physical body that moves through time and space all of these things make up who we are yeah. And so when we neglect to take care of all of those, we're leaving things off the table. And that's why things don't happen, whether it's relationships, success in our business, health, all of these things demand all of us. And what I'm really passionate about is bringing people to remembering it's not just the meditation we did this morning or the, the mind movie or the vision board. It's not just the book that we read or the visualization. And it's not just working hard. It's all of these things together that bring results. Yeah. Wow. That's really incredible. How did you discover this? How did you discover that it's more than just the secret? It's more than just meditating. Like how did, how did you come across this realization that you are now teaching your clients? Failing miserably. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah. I I made and lost two multi-million pound fortunes by the age of 24. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You definitely failed. (laughs) (laughs) 
And the first time I was like, ah, cool. Cause I was only like 20. That's the first time I lost everything. Yeah. So I was like, ah, cool. At least you were still young though. You know, it's not like you were in like, I don't know, midlife crisis or anything and you lost everything. (laughs) It's like when you're young and healthy, you can get it back. I think so. But anyway, go on. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a bump in the road at the time, right? I hadn't been tested by life. There'd been no adversity. I was still arrogantly fueled by my youth. Yeah. So I went off and did it again. The second time rocked me. And I, I actually had to look at myself and say, okay, something's not working here. Yeah, yeah. Something's not working here. <laughs> and what I saw was that I, I didn't, number one, I hadn't deliberately furnished an emotional relationship to money that allowed it to stay, an energetic relationship, a vibrational relationship to money. And the other thing wow. is that I didn't have my stuff together. For mm-hmm. me, it was not understanding about relationships, not seeking counsel. So my mind wasn't ready to operate at that level. Yeah. And then also not having the bits and pieces together, not having the right lawyers, the right bankers, the right accountants and having my stuff together. There was pieces missing. Yeah, I had great ideas. I had great gusto and I could make things happen, but it couldn't stay. Yeah. And that led me on a journey to looking at what was wrong with what I was doing before. Along that journey, I spent years reading hundreds of books, uh, spending God knows how much. I mean, last year alone, I spent $172,000 in my personal development last year. Wow. Wow. Well, when you're stuck at home, you know, I think you got plenty of time, right? I'm actually not stuck at home because I live in Cabo, Mexico, where we've not really been locked down. Oh, well, good for you. I'm not (laughs) jealous. Go on. I won't, I won't, I won't make you too jealous. But yeah, it was, it was going on that journey of discovery to make it work for me. Yeah. Trial and error. Uh, and now got to a place where it's been repeated, repeatedly and consistently, not just for me, but for thousands of people that have been applying the work to. Wow. That's incredible. So Dan, with everything, you know, now, if you can go back to your younger self that when mm-hmm. you lost everything, what mm-hmm. would you say to him? Here's a really crazy thing. And I know that this is maybe an, I- an ideal that I'm saying from where I'm at right now, but I, I, much as I would love to, to change the timeline, I love my life now and I, don't, I wouldn't want to mess up not being where I am today yeah. by changing something. Because the fact is I was an arrogant little toe rag, you know, I <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm a nice person now. <laughs> I don't think I would have been friends with me back then. But the fact is, is that everything that I went through brought me to where I am today. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If let's say, for example, I had fluked it and hadn't lost it the first time, I'd still be doing business with the wrong people. I'd still be an arrogant piece of fudge. Right. I wouldn't have gone out and known to be tested by life. I still would have thought that I know everything and I don't need help from anyone. Yeah. And that doesn't make for a good human. Right. 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 So I'm happy to have paid the blood, sweat and tears that I have to now I've got wealth now millionaire again now. Right. But doing what I love Mm -hmm. and the freedom that I have enjoying my time every day and being a bloody nice human, like I'm happy to pay those years to get what I have today. Yeah. You know what I would say to young Dan? I'd say, you're right. Because if you say he's wrong, he probably would disagree. So I'd be like, you're right. Keep going. So that he would fail. If he could have been more arrogant faster, I like fail faster, right? Like that's just my thoughts. <laughs> I like your strategy. Note to yes. self, if the time machine works out, <laughs> if you've got it right. Like get him to fail faster. So I know, no, I love, I love that. I love your attitude. And I know that sometimes when like that question gets asked, like some people get a little defensive. They're like, what do you mean? Like, I'm proud of all my mistakes. I'm proud of all that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, it, I really appreciate the way that you answered it. And also like, you know, with that in mind, I'm like, yeah, let's just tell Dan he's right and keep going. Cause obviously <laughs> you were right. You ended up where you're at today. So here we go. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, um, Dan, you have a, you have a book and mm-hmm. uh, you wrote a book that um, that's on intent. Uh, let's see. wrote a book. Yeah. You wrote a book on intention with mm-hmm. a four step model. Um, mm-hmm. Let us know a little bit about the book. What's the name of your book and, and this four step model that you have? So the four step model is beyond intention. It's the beyond intention paradigm and the book's stepping mm. beyond intention. Mm. And what the book does is it takes people on the journey to where the model came from, which is, you know, coming, looking at the, the, the debris of me losing <laughs> everything the second time. Uh, I, I actually got so disillusioned with the size of my failure at the time that mm. I actually went to commit suicide. Oh man. The only reason why I didn't get this is I didn't want to fail at something else. So the only reason why I didn't actually make a hard line attempt was that I was like, yeah, if I fail at this, that's just another thing on, on, on top of everything else. Yeah. So I actually went off on a journey to find out what was wrong with my model initially, not to find success, but to be successful and committing suicide. That was my mission I yeah. to work out what's wrong so that I don't fail at this mm. next endeavor. And then over the next, uh, what turned out to be 13 years until the book came out, I ended up accidentally reprogramming my mind to be more positive and actually to want to choose life. And so the model that emerged from that time and the four steps emerged from my process of relearning how I create my own reality for myself Mm -hmm. is what the book is. It's the model that came from that time, my journey, my experiences and my learning. Yeah. I like that. I think it's good to, um, kind of unlearn to relearn, right? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to kind of, um, rewrite your narrative from a certain time. And, you know, very often people look at failure as a very negative connotation, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. However, I think for many entrepreneurs, we've learned to use failure as a kind of a a catapult to, Mm -hmm. you know, more opportunities and and everything. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a a really powerful, just what, um, you know, what you uh, talk about in this book. Can you give us some examples of what um, those steps may be? You don't have to reveal them all, only just the ones that you're willing to share. Maybe all four, I, I, I don't I know. I can read off the four steps and, and, uh-huh. and give it just the basics that people can go and start creating some change. So the four steps are accept, mm-hmm. clear, gratitude, and listen. Mm-hmm. And each of these four steps basically covers one section of the, of the whole process. The first step is about my mindset and mm-hmm. approach, and that's responsibility. So with accept, I'm accepting. I'm the author and creator of my life. Everything that's happened up until now is because I made a choice consciously or unconsciously to create it. That yeah. means everything that's going to go into my life right now is going to be a result of choice. Mm-hmm. Clear, step two is about remembering that I can't make real choices in a place that's not real. And the mm. only place that's actually real is the present moment. So if I'm wow. caught up in shame, guilt, blame, and all that junk in the past, or I'm caught up in fear, anxiety, or even overexcitement about the future, I'm not present enough to make the choices that are going to create change. Yeah. Step three, gratitude is recognizing that ultimately everything results from expectation. And I explain more about that in the book, but everything yeah. in our life comes from expectation. The most powerful embodiment of positive expectation is gratitude. So when I'm grateful for something in advance, there's physiological changes in the body. There's emotional shifts in my, in my, in my energy field. Mm-hmm. There are also mental shifts that facilitate me creating what I want. And the fourth step listen is re- remembering that we're all human. Nobody switched on all of the time. Nobody. Jesus mm-hmm. lost his poop and started turning over tables in the temple, right? So mm-hmm. let's let's pull back from this idea that we're going to be perfect all the time. And so what we're invited to do with listen is just to pay attention to where we're at, keep tuning into ourselves and asking, are we still on track or do we need to course correct? And if we're on track, we celebrate. And if we're not off, on track, then we just come back on track with grace, with self-love, with compassion, not beating ourselves up, not getting guilt and blame in the mix, but just saying, okay, I fell off. I was angry today. I was procrastinating this morning. Maybe I wasn't nice today to to people around me. 
I can course correct and get back on course. So those are the four steps at a very high level, but each one of those has got seven levels of depth that we go into to really develop a level of mastery in what we're creating in our life. Yeah, I, I know. Um, I can only imagine that you're just scratching the surface uh, with those steps. Um, step two really stood out to me, you know, the importance of being present because yeah. if we're not present, yeah, I mean, I think, I think for myself, like the times where I had, let's say struggled with guilt or regret, I wasn't in the present, you know, I was looking, I was, I was so fixated on the past. And when I've learned, when I've learned to just focus on being on the present and being appreciative of what I have and being Mm -hmm. okay, if I maybe embarrass myself for a second, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I think you can live life a little more um, intentionally and with more gratitude, which is, I know, step three, (laughs) you know? And so I I just really like that focus on present and I uh, being present. And I imagine, you know, like you hinted at that, there's so much more to that in your book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we go into the different depths of presence, you know, presence within my body, presence within what I'm doing, presence with my family, presence with my business, presence with my goals, and presence with this actual moment here and now, present with my intention. It all circles around this fact that once I'm in something, I'm in it. And it's only if I'm in it that I can do something to to dictate what I'm going to do consciously from this point going forward, rather than being led unconsciously by patterns that I've played out from the past. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's more, it's more empowering to know that like when you're in the present, you can, you're actually, um, once you accept, you know, responsibility for your life, like you, um, there's more, I think it's empowering to know that anything that you do is like your choice, like your decision, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to looking at more external factors of like, oh, because of this or because of my past Mm -hmm. or because I don't know where my future is headed, you know, woe Mm -hmm. is me. (laughs) But (laughs) when you know that really what matters is are the tools and resources and even the mindset that you have in the present, um, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. 100%, 100%. And at the end of the day, so long as I'm giving the keys of power to create my reality to someone else, then I'm not available to drive the car myself and I'm yeah. going to end wherever that ends up. But here's the crazy thing. Even when we think we're giving the keys to someone else, we're not, we're still holding them at an unconscious level. Mm. We're just a slave to whatever programs resonate with those other people's opinions at an unconscious level. So Oof. it's still us behind the driving, behind the, in the driver's seat, behind the steering wheel but we're doing it with our eyes closed, mm-hmm. pretending that someone else is doing it. And then we wonder why we're going to a cliff, we go into a wall or we crash into other people. So we're coming back to now, coming back to full ownership and then positively connecting to the outcome that we want. And then remembering we're not going to get it right all the time. I found that to be an invaluable process that's brought me happiness and joy and, and has done so for so many others too. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. Um, Dan, you have, um, you, you mentioned here that as human beings, we are of energy, physical and spiritual creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit more about that and, and the importance of finding that balance, I think with, mm-hmm. within those three mediums, I, I find that fascinating to point out the energy, physical and spiritual creature within all of us. So even if you look at the law, the law recognizes, at least for most civilized countries that crimes of passion are real. Mm-hmm. We can actually be impacted in how we are thinking and the choices that we make based on our emotional state. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in a heightened emotional state, my thinking can be clouded to the point where the law actually recognizes that. Then we can look at mind over matter. Mm-hmm. Even the neurons in our brain, the neural pathways in our brain that affect our ability to, to make choices, our behavior is impacted by what's happening with our thinking. So we've got this top down thing of our emotions impacting our thinking and our our thinking impacting our choices. And those choices end up reflecting in our physical reality. Mm -hmm. 
So we have three distinct levels of experience that we operate in physical world, our mental world and our emotional world. People refer to that as their energy or their spirit. All of this really is just the, the first point of contact to what we call vibrational frequency is our emotional state. You can measure this. You can even take pictures of it now and mm. match that to different emotional states. This is was woo-woo, but now it's actually, you know, demonstrated science. So what I invite people to do is to say, if I want to create something, I have to bring all of these pieces into play. I have to look at what am I feeling? How is that impacting what I'm thinking? Mm-hmm. And how is that, that thinking impacting what I'm doing? And all of these things line up with what I want to create because it's going to be predictable from top down as to what I'm going to experience or not based on whether these are in alignment consciously to what I want or not. Mm-hmm. That kind of reminds me of the beginning of our conversation where you said like, it's not just about meditating, you know, yeah. there's, it, there's a whole, there's a whole, you know, there's so much to it <laughs> is yeah. what we're really it's trying to say. All of these pieces. Yeah. Well, Dan, give us a, uh, let's say like a case study or an example of a client that you've worked with and, you know, kind of taking them through this process mm-hmm. that, and you, and it, at the end of it, you're like, this is why I do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I've got people that have been millionaires doing my programs and all that good stuff and people who've taken their businesses to, to crazy heights. And, mm-hmm. but I really love the real stories of like people who've got like change that I didn't even see happening. Mm. Yeah. You know, one of them I love, and it's one of the oldest stories as well, is the young lady. I'm not going to say her name, but I did a workshop in Florida, mm-hmm. West Palm Beach. And um, I think it was about, th- it's one of my early workshops, maybe 30 people in the workshop, mm-hmm. going back about three years now. And um, I said to everyone, hey, you can have a free call with me. You know, love to love to speak to you. And it wasn't to sell them something. It was actually to follow up and see where they're at. Mm-hmm. She was one of six people that took up that call. She took up the call. And she followed through on everything that I said I offered her mm-hmm. on the call. Then I opened up um, what is now my flagship program, Micro to Millions. She didn't have enough money to buy the program. Mm-hmm. But at the time, people used to be able to do it on subscription. So I said to her, do you know what? Every time that I've told you something, I'm giving you some insight, you've acted on it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you come in and pay me later. I know you're going to do something with this program. Pay me when you get the money. So she got in made a little bit of money, managed to pay off the program. Now, not only is she in six, she's in the six-figure club in our program, she's healed the relationship with her parents. She's Whoa. found the love of her life. They've moved in together. Um, she managed to come down to a retreat I had here in Cabo uh, the back end of last year, and she's just beaming, just a rock star in life. Wow. And it started as someone that didn't even have, you know, enough beans to come together and do a program, but she stuck with the work. You know, she, she showed up. When things were hard, she took a step back, and then got back in the saddle. And as a result, yeah, it's been time. It wasn't like an overnight, oh, you know, yeah. program. And then the next month, she would be, <laughs> right? um, which does happen sometimes, but that's not what happened here. But she's really dug in, but she's seeing the effects across the board. Mm-hmm. She's happy. She's lit up. She's in love, healthy parent relationship with parents and making money. That for me is what I do this for. Wow. I mean, like you said, it may not have happened overnight, but mm-hmm. when you get there and you can look back at that journey, it must mm-hmm. just be, it must be like an emotional experience, but like, wow, like she was not like this, let's say like a year ago, you know, it must just be so it's like watching a child grow up. I imagine. Exactly. exactly. 
Um, awesome, Dan. I love that so much. Um, I, I know that I feel like we've only really scratched the surface to just your wealth of knowledge, but I do know that there is one more thing that um, I want to be able to pull out of you. And it's a, it's another piece of advice, I think, to wrap up our conversation here. Mm-hmm. So um, here in my notes, I have uh, that you wrote, I have um, that micro shifting or baby stepping towards your goal cuts resistance and allows you to see and predict changes, obstructions, Builds motivation and momentum. I really mm-hmm. like the word micro shifting. I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. heard that. You know, it's I usually hear baby step. And so micro shift. So tell us about that. So micro shifting is a Danism. And mm. the, the definition of micro shifting is a consistent series of baby steps mm-hmm. made in the direction of a consciously chosen outcome. So mm-hmm. it's consistency. We've got baby steps. We've got consciousness. But what we've got here is that the, the magic source, I think, is recognizing how small the baby steps can be. Mm. You know, I worked with this one guy and he wanted to start a business, but he was procrastinating. He was like, why am I procrastinating? Blah, blah, blah. And the first micro shift I gave him was to go and buy a journal. He's like, buy a journal. I'm trying <laughs> to get my business off the ground. It's like, buy a journal. Guess what he did? He bought the journal. The next thing was put the journal by his bed. The next thing was just every morning to open it, not even to write anything inside. And then just to write one word about how he felt about the day. Yeah. And one word about how he felt about his business. And then to start journaling about his business. And then guess what? We understood what was wrong. Mm-hmm. So what micro shifting does is it invites us to look at what I call a minimum deliverable. And the minimum de- deliverable is something, no matter how small that I can do, because there's always something that we can do. If we're on a health journey, for example, I know this is a business podcast, but if we're on a health journey mm-hmm. and we want to lose a hundred pounds, I wouldn't even say lose 10 pounds. I'd say buy an outfit, mm. buy the outfit. Don't even go and get a membership. Then just go and research what you enjoy doing in terms of movement. Don't even, but this, this is the thing. Now you're starting to build a momentum. Now you're moving towards it. Now mentally and emotionally, you're starting to connect to that outcome and yeah. you're doing it in these baby steps. Before you know it, I'm going to say to you, just go and visit a class. Just go and watch it. Go and watch it and visualize yourself in the class. Then go and do one class a week. Mm-hmm. Then go and do one class and watch another one and then go and do two. Build it up now. My process sometimes takes longer doing these these minimum deliverables, but guess what? Nine out of ten people are going to get there. Yeah, they're going to overcome negative bias. They're going to overcome resistance because the steps we're taking are so small that resistance doesn't even come into the mix. Yeah, you know, you wake up and hang on a minute, I've lost two hundred pounds. <laughs> you wake up and your business is doing seven figures, not six, because there was no resistance. And by the time you get there, you've changed who you are as a complete person in how you're feeling, what you're thinking and what you're doing in your business and your life so that you actually start keeping these changes also that you've affected in your life. I love that. I think that's so powerful. And um, I was, I recently had a conversation with someone that said, uh, perfection is a form of procrastination. You know, people are trying to get all their ducks in a row first before they yeah. do something. And so I love, um, I love just this term, uh, micro shifting. Cause it's like, Hey, just do the very, very baby steps. That's mm-hmm. like, it seems so it, it's not dramatic. It's not sexy. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it, there's no bells and whistles. It's just, you just do it. And, and in time, you know, just like with the journal, you start like people really are moving forward. And mm-hmm. before, you know, it, like you said, you know, if someone is trying to lose weight all of a sudden they, re- I mean, not all of a sudden, obviously, but in time yeah. they look back like, Whoa, I lost like 200 pounds. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? And so I, I really, I really love that approach, Dan. Um, and I think it's very, it's very, it, it gives people hope, you know, that they yeah. can make change. It does, mm-hmm. change doesn't, I mean, change rarely is dramatic. Like you rarely see, you know, you, you can't plant a seed 
And then the next day it turns into an apple tree, you know, <laughs> like it's like, I, I think we have to remember that. And so just yeah. the whole, uh, just the whole approach and, and baby steps, I think is really powerful and a good reminder for people that yes, you can change. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, wow, Dan, I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. And um, I, I just want to thank you again so much for being here with a thoughtful entrepreneur. I, I feel like I, I feel like I have a lot to reflect on. So, <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much again for joining us on our show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And again, to our listeners, this is Danielle Mangana, uh, also known as Dan for short. He is the CEO and dreamer with Dream with Dan. You can learn more about him and his company at dreamwithdan.com. Thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.